The Seattle Kraken are back in the win column, baby, and just in time for the second ever Kraken Day. We're going to talk about the win against the St. Louis Blues, and Jared McCann has some pretty specific goals for this Seattle Kraken team and him being a part of it. Let's talk about it on this episode, baby, of Locked on Kraken. You are Locked On Kraken, your daily podcast on the Seattle Kraken, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We are the Seattle Kraken. Hey, hey, what do you say, Seattle hockey fans? Welcome to another episode of Locked on Kraken. We bring you your favorite team every day. Thank you for making us a part of your daily routine. My name is Erica L. Ayala. I am your host of Locked on Kraken, have been since the very, very beginning. This episode of Locked on Kraken is brought to you by FanDuel. FanDuel is the official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more by visiting fanduel.com backslash Locked On today to get started. And I'll tell you more about that coming up. All right, Seattle hockey fans, we did get a win. There were some not so pretty moments, but we got the win, which is important. We're going to talk standings. We're going to overview. We're going to hear from Jared McCann. And then later on the show, again, tomorrow is officially cracking day. That's right. 3-2 March the 2nd, 32nd. You get it? 3-2 March 2-3. Okay. You got it. I'm going to let you know about the goings-on, if you will. What's cracking? Uh, So you know how to celebrate. And, of course, tomorrow's a game day. We'll get ready for it. We've got two back-to-back. Let's get it going. First, let's talk about last night's game. It was a 5-3 win over the St. Louis Blues. Now, I talked about this game yesterday. I said, uh, you know, on paper. um, I mean, we're really not talking paper. We're talking, of course, electronically either way. We should be able to beat this team, but also we've played teams, Chicago, San Jose, that we should have beaten them and we didn't. Just some sights and sounds. Uh, We're going to get to the sights in a little bit if you're watching on YouTube. Thank you. If you are watching on YouTube, make sure you leave some comments, subscribe, engagement. That's what we want. So the sounds, and they will be coming from me. I'm going to paraphrase some things that stood out to me from Morgan Geeky and Dave Haxtell in just a minute. It was Morgan Geeky with two, Jamie Alexiak, Jared McCann, and uh, Brandon Tanev with the empty netter in this game. We heard from uh, Geeky, McCann, and Haxtell. Again, we'll have a video and you'll hear audio from McCann shortly. Morgan Geeky had a brace. It was a good... It was good to get the win. Felt that uh, the team stuck to our plan. Now, he was asked a little bit about the, the switched lines. This is something I do want to talk about. So, Geeky was centering the line with Tanev and Sprung. Then we had Beneers, Eberly, uh, 
McCann, that stayed the same. Schwartz, Wenberg, Bjorkstrand, and then Donato, Gord, Tolvanen. And so the Geeky line and the Gord line, those were the lines that produced the goals. So Brandon Tanev scored, Tolvanen, and Gord assisted. Alexiak scored, Donato, and Tolvanen assisted. Geeky from Sprong and Schultz, uh, Jared McCann from Dunn and Tolvanen, and uh, Morgan Geeky from Sprung and Larson. Tolvanen, I mean, hello, he was involved in three separate goals. I love that. I absolutely love that. And it goes to something that was asked of the Seattle Kraken. We've been talking about it in the game notes, and we'll talk about it again tomorrow because it's a game day. We're seeing personal bests, career highs, season highs, regular season highs for these players. Now, they were kind of prefaced to agree that they don't believe in individual efforts. But, of course, Dave Haxtell and Jared McCann are not going to necessarily praise individual points. But I liked this is what Haxtell had to say specifically to that. And he went into it a little bit longer, but I'm going to summarize it for you contributions have been and will be critical. So talking about the career highs, talking about um, Gigi talked about it and how the team has been praised for their depth. That's right. These are all things that when we're playing Seattle Kraken hockey are easier to identify. And the fact that, again, your bottom two lines and your two lines that saw the fewest minutes were able to contribute, I like that because it means that as teams start to scout the Kraken, as we get into crunch time, where winning games outright is critical, we might see that teams have difficulty figuring out what and how they want to pair line for line because our third and fourth line, we're scoring. But what are you going to do? You're going to leave McCann, our leading goal scorer, and Beneers and Everly? You're going to leave them? So, I mean, I think we're good from all angles here. That I like. If we can deploy that effectively and make it something where it's teams really, really have to scout us, I like that. So that's a good thing. I got to sprinkle in Salt Bay style, something that wasn't so great. Martin Jones started. Eddie Olchek <laughs> did not like the first two goals given up. By Martin Jones. On the first goal, first of all, there were two shorthanded goals for um, the Blues. Robert Thomas, that was the first goal. And then the second shorthanded goal, or is it just the one? I'm sorry. It was just the one. It felt like it was two. There was one shorthanded goal officially. And then, oh, I know what it was. It's the second goal. It was a weird situation where I think it was Vince Dunn was skating back to the ice or, or skating back to the bench coming off of the ice. And um, and then he was like, oh, crap, there's a rush coming. And so he's now back checking, essentially. And uh, that was the second goal. Both of them, Eddie Olchek made a comment about goaltending. I've, I feel like I've talked about it before. 
well, there's two things I've talked about before. One, I do my best not to be extremely critical of goaltending when it comes to shots that they should have saved. Um, just because it's a tough position. I've, but I've also talked about with Martin Jones, like him really, really good up close. But I've noticed when shots are coming from the perimeter, I mean, I talked about it before, kind of joking around, like, is he, is it near side? He would be near side, right? Maybe he has trouble seeing the puck when there's not a million things happening in front of him. I don't know. That first shot, though, I think he didn't seal the post well. I, I will say that. And shot from distance, breakaway chance, both of them. Well, again, the first one was a shorthanded goal. So uh, if even if you want Jones to make that save, what you really don't want is for the Seattle Kraken when they're on a player advantage to give away a break, to give up a breakaway. You don't want that. You also don't want a little bit of a miscommunication defensively that leads to a breakaway. I do like Jones. I've talked about it before. Sometimes it makes them nervous. What I'm not going to do, and I've talked about this when it comes to Philip Grubauer. I talked about this probably when it comes to Chris Drieger. I'm vibes. I'm feel. I like how Martin Jones looks in net. Now that does mean that sometimes I'm like, did you even see the puck? I know. That being said, we cannot lambist our goaltenders. We need them. I thought it was good for Jones to get a, a start. I watched most of the game, you know, in and out of the room watching it. And, um, I thought that outside of those first two, which were kind of a little awkward, the third goal was a situation where, quite honestly, we gotta we gotta clear the puck. So, is it like an attention thing? Is it a vision thing? You know, I don't know. You do want a goaltender that's gonna stay sharp, though, sharp of mind. So I'm a little bit uh, a little bit in pieces on how to figure out how to adequately analyze that without being super critical which you know i don't have a problem with but if i'm going to be critical i am going to say so with conviction and i think there are a few circumstances that i'm just trying to understand better as far as how jones is a net before i go all in on him i think he's really great if we have a game where absolutely no one is clearing the middle of the ice and they're allowing people in the blue paint. I take Jones in that situation all the time. But I've mentioned it before. From a distance, I feel like he loses the puck, which is kind of a weird thing, right? It's a little bit strange. All that to say, don't give away odd man rushes. I mean, and that fixes it right there, right? There you go. All right. We're going to talk about a lot of other things here. Uh, I talked about, again, the third and fourth line. Very productive. And that's been a storyline, but very productive in this game. I talked a little bit about what Haxtell said. We heard from Geeky. Uh, coming up next on Locked on Kraken, though, I want you to um, hear a little bit from Jared McCann. Again, we're going to talk about Kraken Day tomorrow. Let's go. Kraken Day. And of course, we're going to go over the odds, all of that good stuff. That's coming up.
on this episode of Locked on Kraken. This episode, though, of Locked on Kraken is brought to you by Indeed. If you're hiring, you need Indeed. Because Indeed is the hiring partner where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. With instant match, as soon as you sponsor a post, you get a short list of quality candidates with resumes on Indeed that match your job description. And you can invite them to apply right away. One of the things that I love as someone who has used Indeed is that you really can filter it from all aspects. And that, I would imagine, goes into why if you are looking to hire, it's an easier thing to do because Indeed on both sides is making it easy for the right people to find the right position. Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined. That's more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent and hire it fast. So start hiring right now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com backslash locked on. All one word. The offer is valid through March 31st, the end of this lovely Women's History, Women's Equity, Women's Empowerment Month. Indeed.com backslash locked on. Terms and condition apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Thanks as always for making Locked on Kraken a part of your daily routine. And I've told you before that we are part of, of course, the Locked on NHL Network. And the trade deadline is this Friday. The day after Kraken Day of all days. Also, happy birthday, Ronnie Francis. Anyway, join us live on Locked on NHL on YouTube from 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern Time. As the Locked on NHL hosts break down the biggest deals from across the league. Now, we'll have to see what Pacific Division teams are doing around that time. But remember, Locked on Podcast Network brings you your team every day. So we will have some stuff on the trade deadline, that being the Locked on NHL Network. Will the Seattle Kraken be players? I don't think so. But we've talked about that a time or two. Okay, we get the win. We enter the win column. And that's good for us because we're in a playoff race, baby. We are in a playoff race, and we need these wins. We're seeing that the Seattle Kraken, at least we hope we're seeing, that the Seattle Kraken can really pull together a win. If you look at the shot chart or the game flow chart, excuse me, on Natural Stat Trick, you'll see that the Seattle Kraken, um, even while they were scoring in that second period, the momentum still belonged to St. Louis. Dave Haxtell said that he thought that, that the team got to a slow start. He said really in that first seven to eight minutes, Morgan Geeky scored the opening goal at the 10, around the 10 minute mark. But Eddie Olchek, he had a lot of Really interesting comments, I thought, on the broadcast. But he felt that this was a huge two points, and it sets up the road trip. Again, Detroit, Columbus, back-to-back. 
So momentum, seizing that momentum late in, in a game and then doing everything that they can to keep it um, and to not falter late in a game. Now, was this a perfect execution of that plan? No. And I mean, no. There was a moment in time when I was watching this game, must have been early third period, where the crowd was, you would have thought we were watching a hockey game at like a local rink. You know, friends and family, you go down the, the bleachers, you get your pretzel, you come back up. Oh, someone wants a candy, you go back down the bleach. Like it was a very, there was not a lot of energy in that building. And then we started to see that St. Louis made a, a surge late in the game. The Seattle Kraken played very well defensively late in the game, which ultimately led to Tanev's empty net goal. I liked it. And this drive and determination or momentum, big mo, is what the Seattle Kraken are going to need moving forward. And so to that end, I want you to hear what is motivating Jared McCann and kind of what his mindset is right now. You take away from actually now matching your career high this early in the season. I mean, a lot of guys get their career high and then they, they struggle afterwards because they try to duplicate it. I'm, I've, I've never been a big point guy. Like, I, I really don't care about that stuff. And, um, you know, it's I want to make the playoffs. I want to get a, start, a, a shot at the Stanley Cup. And, you know, your time in this league flies by. Just, you know, ask some of our older guys. And I want to compete for a Stanley Cup. That's the main thing. But does it take a specific amount of mental focus, just all-around focus, to be able to do that? Yeah, to be yeah. No, you gotta be, that's one thing I've learned. Uh, I feel like I've gotten a lot better at is um, consistency. Uh, and, uh, you know, I have a lot of guys to thank for that. Guys, guys that have played on past teams that, you know, I've, I've really watched them and focused on what they do every single night to, uh, to be that, you know, competitive and um, just focus on the little things. The penalty kill was perfect again, too. You heard Piper Shaw asking a lot about the penalty kill. I didn't get into that too much in the stats, but seven games, zero, zero goals uh, on the PK. Now he didn't let up a shorthanded goal. So, you know, there's that. Jared McCann doesn't care about the points. We talked about that a little in the first segment. I want, what, I just want to make sure. I want to make the playoffs. I want to compete for a Stanley Cup. We talked about this super early in the podcast before the Seattle Kraken had even played a game right after the expansion draft. So we just were getting the roster. We talked about it again this season with Burakovsky in particular. Guys coming to the Seattle Kraken have been able to witness greatness. There's a decent amount of players that have a Stanley Cup. There's an, a, another cluster of players that have played with organizations that have won Stanley Cups and with players that have won Stanley Cups. Seldom have we seen the players that occupy our roster right now be that guy. The Seattle Kraken, with building the foundation of being hardworking, blue-collar style, good personality, you know, um, I mean, more like work ethic because personality, we have a good personality, but we're not like a Zegris. That's not what I mean. Um, we, um, 
we built a really interesting foundation. Definitely went through some growing pains last year, but the hunger and the fight and the determination are there. Now, whether they're going to sprout, that's been a question at times for me. And that's why I was a little bit anxious earlier this week. But hearing Jared McCann say that, I'm so freaking proud. That's what we want. Unapologetically. Don't be humble about that. Yes, you are going to work and you're getting paid a nice sum of money, might I add. But you go to work. You play the games to win and to put yourself in a position to win a championship. And for Jared McCann to just outright and say it, especially while we're in a playoff race, I dig it. Speaking of a playoff race, coming up next on Locked on Kraken, I'm going to take you through the standings. I alluded to it a little bit, and um, we're going to get into that. That's coming up next. This episode of Locked on Kraken is brought to you by FanDuel. FanDuel, it's, uh, you know, the sports book of the NBA. It's the sports book that is number one in the United States. And now is a good time to get on board with FanDuel because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back. If your first bet does not win. Now, here are a few things that are related to the NHL that you might want to take a look at and and that are specific to the Seattle Kraken. Stanley Cup odds. For us to win a Stanley Cup, 3,300 plus 3,300 to win the Stanley Cup, plus 13 to win the conference, the Pacific or the Western Conference, plus 400 to win the division. Are we going to make the playoffs? That's a minus 1,600. At FanDuel, uh, no is a plus 660. So those are just some of the lines. They have other things that you can check out there. They've got money line, point scores, uh, threes drained if you're talking NBA. So don't miss the chance to get in on your no sweat first bet. Up to $1,000 back in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com backslash Locked on. That's fanduel.com backslash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Thank you, as always, for making Locked On Kraken a part of your daily routine. I am your host, Erica L. Ayala. Been here since the beginning with this particular podcast. I guess it's going back to July 2021. Wow, that seems like so long ago. Um, I hope we have fun here. I am in uh, sunny Florida. Also got a new laptop. I I hope those watching on YouTube and even probably those listening on audio, I hope you can tell that I got a new laptop. Um, anyway, a new travel computer. Um, I'm feeling better, folks. I talked about it going into the game. We were On the outside, looking in regarding the first three spots in the Pacific Division. Well, with that win, we were able to leapfrog Edmonton. And now the Seattle Kraken are right back in the top three. Vegas still on top. Their their winning percentage is a 6-3-3. LA next with a win percentage of 6-13. 
Then now you have the Seattle Kraken 600 on the nose. So winning, we have to win more games. I thought it was interesting. I believe it was Nick Olchek who talked, maybe it was pregame, saying that um, the Seattle Kraken have never let a game skid or a losing streak really get out of control. And that's made the difference. Listen, the Devils are in a pretty good position uh, regarding the playoffs. Actually, I have I have this right here. I can take a look. Yeah, they're second overall in in the Metropolitan Division in a really good place. We don't need to we don't need to do how the Devils did on going like a 10-12 game skid. We can't afford that. If we we're gonna do that, we should have done it already. We need to get back to our winning ways. And again. Talked about momentum. Right now, Vegas is on a losing streak. LA won one. We got back into the win column as well. Edmonton dropped their last two. Winnipeg just got a point. They have one point OT, same as Calgary. And where are those teams? We're at a 600 percentage-wise, right? 590, Edmonton. 590, Winnipeg. 549, Calgary. Overall points, we're all at 72. The I should say Seattle, Edmonton, Winnipeg, 72. So the winning percentage right now is gonna is gonna make a difference. It's gonna make a difference. We don't we don't need to go into overtime. So a game where we kind of had it in control against St. Louis, and then we give them a game where at a time this was a four-three game before the empty net goal. We're not going to overtime. We do not want to send anything into overtime. Now, granted, we'd rather lose in overtime than lose outright. But we don't want to be in a position where we're winning and then send it in. We're not doing that. We can't do it. We can't afford to do it anyway. We're going to close out the show talking about what's cracking. I'm not sure if I missed this. Uh, I should have probably looked at when it was actually announced, but uh, the AAA program, there's going to be uh, AAA tier one hockey coming to, uh, oh no, it was just, uh, it was just posted today. I don't know why I thought it was up for a few days. Anyway, AAA tier one program. Now this is junior. Okay. This is junior hockey, but junior hockey approved for um, Washington, it's going to be U14, 16, 18 tryouts, April 4th through 8th. So roughly a month. I love this because, Hey, grow the game. I definitely want to see how we're growing the game for all genders. Um, but, uh, I love this. I love this. And it's really a testament to the Seattle Kraken wanting to be more than just an NHL hockey team. I do think they do a lot to be a part of the community, which is initially what drew me to the Seattle Kraken. And I'm very grateful for this lovely community that we have. Another thing I talked about, Nick Olchek. He's got a podcast. The Seattle Kraken has a podcast. First, as they would say, official podcast uh, covering the Seattle Kraken. And yeah, they, they can claim those rights because it's a podcast coming from the Seattle Kraken. That being said, you know how we do. We have an amazing community, the Seattle Kraken podcast community. I think everyone has their strengths. We support each other. And so it's not going to be any different. Of course, it's not going to be any different for Nick Olchek and his podcast, John Forslund and Eddie Olchek 
are his first guests. I'm very excited about that. And I, I believe um, I have not caught up with the depths very often this year, but um, they do some stuff too, like a video situation. They had JT and Allison. And anyway, anyway, okay. The final thing, Kraken Days tomorrow and Kraken Community Iceplex has a few specials. They've got $3.20 beers, Coors Light, Hop Valley Kraken Stash, included uh, $3.20 appetizers. And then uh, there's also a public skate and uh, then a watch party because tomorrow is game day against Detroit. So we're going to talk about that, of course, tomorrow. Until then, you know what we do. This is self-care week, so take care of yourself. I've been enjoying Florida. Vitamin D is amazing. Vitamin D is just chef's kiss to the sun. <laughs> I'm enjoying it. It. I feel like I'm energized, like I have more energy, like, you know, so I don't know if that what that is for you. If you're in the Pacific Northwest, I'm not sure that that, that this is really helpful, um, but, but find your thing. Find your thing in where you are and, and do that thing and really take care of yourself tomorrow another game day episode so until then we hold fast we stay true and we say let's go cracking baby let's stay above the line we don't want to mess with the wild card i know it's our first time like first time getting to the playoffs if vegas can go all the way to the stanley cup finals in their first year i think it's totally fine for us to be a top three team in our second that's all i got folks We'll catch you on the next episode. Peace.